When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charla Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. So, and I believe that it's something very prophetic in being creative because God is literally downloading something that has not been on this earth. He's downloading a solution to a problem that you may not see yet, but because God is all knowing, he sees what is about, was it, what is ahead and he's downloading to you an answer to that. Like that is prophetic and you holding, holding that, you not wanting to tap into that. You not wanting to get out of your comfort zone. You not wanting to quit your job and listen to whatever he's telling you to do or go. You're hindering that answer from being placed on this earth. So even in what you were saying, if you was caught up in your feelings like, bro, it's four o'clock. I'm ready to go home. I'm on call. Look, look what would have happened. Mm-hmm. Like he would, he would have probably placed it on someone else's heart, you know, to go, he got to go to the, he got to go to the ER. But the fact that you were a willing vessel in that moment to hear his voice and to take heed to that, like, nah, something ain't right. You know what I'm saying? And to hear God in that moment, I just feel like that just solves hella problems for the young boy and the family, you know, that were about to come. So it something very prophetic in, in creating basically anything and just being obedient to God because he's telling you to do that because he foresees something that you don't see. So even if it's uncomfortable, you know what I'm saying? If he's telling you to do something, then you just need to do it. I'm speaking to myself. Yes, come on. Don't you love how Holy Spirit will snatch your edges as he's trying to get you to give what you were supposed to give? And then he was like, but also for you as well, because... That is so, that is so great because I always talk about obedience and um, in our online community, we were talking about this and I had shared, we do this thing called Thriving Thursday where we, um, I like share a message or something and we just all kind of chit chat about it um, within our community. And this pastor that I really, really enjoy, he said that there's a the difference between obedience and sacrifice is that sacrifice is when you offer God, um, you offer him this the life of something else, whereas obedience is where you are submitting your own life to God. Oh my God. 
And so I was like, let me quit sacrificing things that I'm not supposed to sacrifice because God doesn't want that. The Bible says that obedience is better than sacrifice. So you can say, okay, God, yeah, I'm being disobedient, but I'm going to serve the homeless. And God did not ask you to do that. You're again, sacrificing the skin of something else or the life of something else. When he's like, no, I want you to start the podcast. I want you to write the book. I want you to... Um, to start the business. I want you to um, start uh, coaching people. Like whatever he's calling you to do, you need to do it because he is all knowing and all seeing. There have been times where I could have never, okay? I could have never, ever, ever thought in my brain that two plus two equaled four the way that it came about. Cause it was like two plus two minus one mm-hmm. times. Like the way that we get to the four at the end, it's still four, but it does not look like um, what my carnal mind can put together. And it's because God is all seeing and all knowing, and he has his ways and thoughts are higher than ours. Right. So as creative as we think we are, if we are not in alignment with the creator, capital Big C, creator. Okay, we're going to put some respect. If we're not in constant connection with him, um, I even love that you consecrate yourself from um, listening to things and watching things because that's a really a way for you to guard your heart and guard your gift. So that way God's voice is loud in what you're doing and not the voices of Beyonce or... <laughs> or whomever, right? And it's not that those, again, that those things are inherently bad, but when we are on assignment for God, the only voice that we really need to hear um, is his, right? And so I love that you consecrate yourself in that way. Like when I'm creating and when I'm trying to really get um, vision from God, even though you take the, um, you communicate with the person who has the vision, you're able to then go to God to, and the whole, and use, and the Holy Spirit like mediates to help two plus two equal four. Even if we got to carry a one, subtract this, divide here or there, we still get to four at the end of the day. To me, that is so refreshing. And it's just a reminder in whatever we do, right. Yeah. That we're constantly being um, connected to God. Like when I sit down and I really, really consider um, things that God wants me to talk about on the podcast, I may have some prophetic worship music playing in the background, but a lot of times I will limit myself to like watching sermons that day. Because again, yeah. it's not that sermons are bad. I listen to some people, they straight fire. Mm-hmm. However, I'm looking for what God is telling me to get on here and say, not just for me to regurgitate what uh, something that I heard, right? Yes. I want that originality that only God can give me. And I feel like that's really what has led to the um, the trajectory of this podcast, right? Even me and you, we were just having regular conversation. I said, wait, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> You have to be on the show because we're talking about creativity and the way that Holy Spirit was moving. We needed a word like this, like a word that we never knew that we needed to go out. A lot of times we talk about like start the business, right? And we talk about those like very, you know, get your LLC, do this, do that. But we don't often talk about 
making sure that you go back to the creator, to the person who gave you the vision so that you can get those continued instructions so he can continue to order your steps. Yeah. And that is something that I talk about on um, the Caught and Creative podcast. There's so much things that go into first getting the LLC, you know what I'm saying? Getting your logo. Logos are like the first thing people that start a business say, okay, I need to hurry up and get a logo. No, sis. No, you need to first sit down and figure out what are the problems that you're solving? What What is God telling you? Why is God telling you to um, put this business out? Who are the people that you're going to be helping? There's so many things that go before you even plan on reaching out to a graphic designer or going where you go to get, you know, to do a photo shoot, to do a logo. And that is the things that I hone in on because if you don't get that part together, you won't be creating hella logos. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be, you're not going to be able to communicate effectively to your graphic designer or to your web developer because you probably done seen a business booming on Instagram. You got inspired in it. You got so inspired in it that now you want that to be your, you know, business idea. So when you go to your graphic designer, oh, I want my stuff to look like this. Sis, I can't make your stuff look like this. Like, this is someone else's story. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I always tell people that I speak to, like, it's okay to look at inspiration, just like how you said. It's okay to listen to sermons. It's okay to look at these big brands and what they're creating, but also make sure that you're not copying exactly what they're doing because they have a different model and different vision. That's not what God gave you. So you need to sit down before you even think about reaching out to somebody or even telling somebody about your business idea, you need to make sure that God gave you this idea. You know, none of your flesh is in, in this idea because you know you can do it. You know, there's something that you can make pop, but is that something that God has, like an assignment that God has really given you for you to execute? You know what I'm saying? And that part is very much important. I feel like that part is skipped over like so many times. This episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Check God's Resume Journal. Are you struggling with your waiting season? Do you feel like God has forgotten about you? Sis, it's time for you to check God's resume. This dynamic journal will walk you through building God's resume in your own life. Take the time to recall the goodness and the miracles that he's performed in your lifetime. The journal has journaling prompts, a place for sermon notes, and so much more. This is a great tool just to remind you of God's goodness in your life and an even better tool to be passed down to your children's children as they'll be able to recount your experiences with God. So get ready to recall all of the miracles that God has performed for you. I promise you when you check his resume he is undefeated click the link in the show notes to get your copy today now let's get back to the show let me tell y'all because god is not a tiktok god come on he's not a tiktok god he's going to give it to you creatively like there are a lot of podcasts that speak and i even in um, the Find Your Voice Academy, right? Like, it was so dope to see that there are so many of us who serve the same God, mm-hmm. but we operate in different parts of the body, right? Hello. And I always talk about how people want, um, I always equate purpose to the body because mm-hmm. that's really what it is. We're the body of Christ. And the issue is, 
Everybody wants to be um, slayed lashes and eyebrows and in uh, flourishing edges. We all want to be seen because at no point um, is anybody ever like, hey, Tamisha, girl, your kidneys, sis, they is (laughs) doing what they supposed to, giving what they supposed to give. They is diary seen like it's supposed to be right. Like nobody says that. Mm-hmm. considers like hey girl your liver yes girl everything is doing all of the things that it's supposed to do you ain't right. no jaundice or nothing but let them let them, let them go out mm-hmm. we don't even think about the fact that our heart beats like no we don't have to consciously think about that every day right but it continues to do that and in mm-hmm. the same sense when we're called to be creative and we're called to fulfill a purpose you're not always going to be eyebrows, lashes, teeth, nose, mouth, you may be a kidney and it's very necessary. It's a vital organ. Your position is vital, but you too busy trying to be lashes. Now we got 16 pairs of lashes out here. You got lashes hanging out your nose, off your ears, because everybody wants to be on the face so they can be seen. And that does not fulfill God's purpose, right? Like I'm cool with being in the back. Like, I don't want to be famous. That's not ever my goal, but I am going to do and execute everything God has t- called me to do right. in the way that he called me to do it. So if he say, hey, girl, people don't know you and walk up to you randomly in Target, okay, I don't love it, but I'm going to know that God is going to grace me for that. Um, yeah. But I do think that we get really caught up in that comparison of like, I want my business to look like hers. And God's like, I'm not a TikTok guy. Your business ain't going to look like hers. That's what's going to set you apart. Right. That's how you're consecrated. And I'm going to give you the creative juices to then do this the way that that he saw at first. And as it continues to unfold, that jumped me mind blowing. Like never in a million years on December 31st, 2019, when I started this show, would I see this moment or yeah. moments where people are hitting me up talking about they going back to church now because they started listening to my podcast. Like, wait. Wow. No, sir. No, ma'am. Like, wow, God. Like, wow, God. Like, that's so crazy to me, right? Like, and it is one person and it's overwhelming because God will leave the 99 for that one. And the fact that I was able to help bring, like, bring the one back. Yeah. Good day. And that's like beautiful because say you were trying to be like someone else, that person that needed to go back to church, needed to hear your specific voice, needed to hear that topic you were talking about, they were not going to find you. Why? Because you would have been in the shadow of somebody else, looking like somebody else in a costume that was not even, you know, supposed to be you. How was that person supposed to find you if you're trying to look like that person? You're trying to look like Keisha since you called to be a Susan. Come on. Susan, <laughs> Susan, come, Susan, get out of Keisha in them house. Listen, Susan, you better come forth. <laughs> Susan, where is you at? That's so good. You know, that even speaks to like um, the story of David, right? When he was getting ready to go fight Goliath, mm-hmm. um, where he, Saul was like, here, put on my armor. Oh, a costume. Saul was like, put on my armor. And David put it on, and that jump did not fit. He was like, first of all, 
I got the slingshot. Let me tell you what I know about the slingshot, right? And a lot of times it's the things that God does in the background because David felt comfortable in that because he had some private victories that people ain't about. Come on. Come on. And some private struggles that he ain't had to put on Instagram to know about. He was like, the bear had tried to eat me. The lion had tried to eat me. This this slingshot, me, the slingshot, and the Lord. So what I'm about to do with this uncircumcised Philistine it's cut his head off with the slingshot. But had he tried to go over there in false armor and he couldn't walk, he was he would have been all out of sorts. And Goliath probably would have took his head off in Saul's armor because he was not in the lane that God created him to do it, right? We still talk about David and Goliath in the slingshot. That was a, the a thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. But that moment of him standing out in a place where, they was like, no, nah, we got knives, we got guns, like we 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 got we strapped, but you go ahead with your little rock. They probably called it little go with your little rock and your little slingshot. And when he did what he was supposed to, they was looking crazy. They was making songs about him, and all he was doing was minding his business. Hello, Charlotte. And Susan came forth. Mm-hmm. You about to make me scream, okay? Because you know I love the Bible. Me too. You about to make me scream because what? Yes. And sometimes, like, and we, you touched on it earlier, and I wanted to say, talk about this. Sometimes you may need to pray to God to give you boldness to express your creativity. Because David could have went there and been like, you know what, let me just put on this armor. This man, tell him, put on this armor. He know what he doing. Da, 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 da. You the whole king. And he the king, let me listen to him or whatever. But nah, David had the bonus to say, no, God, I remember what you took me through when I was in a cut. I remember what you took me to, through when I was the rock bottom and they was coming for me, when them lines was coming for me. I remember the power that you placed on the inside of me. I remember how you provided for me in a dark. Ain't nobody know anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to stand on that God. Like, that God, when these people, these audiences wasn't here, mm. I'm going to stand on that God. And he stood with the boldness of God, with the power of God. Like, no, I'm going to stand and I'm going to use what I have. Use what I have because God has assigned this thing to me. And God, I have faith in you. I have power. Like, I have power in your name. And you saying that reminded me of a verse that I don't remember where it's at. I believe it's in Galatians when Paul is saying, I don't basically paraphrasing he's saying he don't do any of this to please man if he were to please man then what's the point of being a follower of christ jesus okay like if you're trying to be like the next person just be like the world then like just don't even call yourself a follower of christ like don't even say that you're a believer because god has called each and every one of us to carry our own light like you're supposed to be the light of the world why are you trying to be like somebody else and again sometimes it is hard to step into that boldness and to step into that identity that God has called you and placed on you so that's why you need to pray that's why you need to have that quiet time before you plan on launching this business because when you go out and launch the business everything might be looking different than what you've seen you know what i'm saying you have to stand on that confidence you got to stand on what god was telling you in your quiet time you got to stand on the lines you defeated in the dark so when you come out to the light you could say nah i know what nah god you told me this i'm gonna stand 10 toes you told me this you know what i'm saying so i think what you're saying is very 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 important yeah i love that 
I love the, now I'm like, first off, that was good because even when you talk about boldness, it wasn't just no regular, we don't use a Florida word. It wasn't no regular jit that was out here <laughs> putting on my, put on my armor. Okay. Oh, I said. It, was the, it was the king. Yes. The king, David told the king, nah, <laughs> I'm rocking with God. <laughs> and that's it. When, when back in the day, like stuff like that will get you straight beheaded. Yeah. <laughs> like the king, it was King Saul who said, put on my armor. He was like, nah, we off that. And so yeah. God's authority being over any authority that is in this world, that you have to walk out with that level of boldness. You have to be stand, like you said, 10 toes down in your identity and who God has called you to be. Because if not, you will jip yourself out of stuff, right? It was the people, the children of Israel who said, nah, we grasshoppers and they eyes. And I'm also a grasshopper. And God was like, who called you Jiminy Cricket? (laughs) Not me. But what will happen is you will be so focused on um, you know, this person with 1.7 million followers, this person with 9.2 million bajillion followers that you feel like you are just a grasshopper. And now not only do you believe you're a grasshopper to them, but now you start to take on the identity of a grasshopper and you don't enter into the promised land because right. of an identity crisis. Good. That's good. Like, that's so good. Uh, and you, you're you are continuously identifying with something that is not of you. Mm-hmm. When you can just sit there in silence, sit with God as he starts. God is speaking every day, every second of the day. As long as your spirit is willing to listen, you're blocking out distractions and you're opening your ear to him. Mm-hmm. You can hear him speaking to you and telling you who you are, even when you ain't even asking him. Because sometimes when we don't been in our sin, God is literally reminding you and telling you, that you are some type of person that you don't even see you like you're not even trying to hear it so god is constantly trying to tell you and remind us on who we are but because it doesn't look like the next person Mm -hmm. we don't need we dismiss it and you just like what you said is so good like you will miss the promise land because you you want to identify with somebody that you're not that you're not yeah there's a reason why all of our fingerprints are unique even identical twins our fingerprints are different because God gave us a signature stamp. Okay. Yeah. Like the Bible says he knows the number of hairs on my head. Like that it's, it's the level of uniqueness, even with um, identical twins, they can be completely different people. And it's because God gives us this level of uniqueness because he is just all knowing and all powerful. He knows um, he knew us before we were formed in our mother's wombs. So he knows the specific plans. Like we like to quote Jeremiah 29, 11, but we don't be living that junk out. Yeah. Like, and a lot of times what will happen is that we try to put on the identity of the masses and not, we don't, we can't tap into, um, the creative nature because you scared to write the book because somebody else had wrote a book on the same topic. Child, get out of here with that. If right. I ain't going to do nothing else, I'm going to do what God said. Even if I think he said to do it, yeah. I'm going to do it to me not to, because I'd rather be found in obedience because the, the whole trick of the enemy is to get you outside of your position of your identity, right? When you really think about what happened to him, 
he had his own identity crisis and he tried to be somebody he wasn't. Hello. He tried to be the Lord and him ain't him. And so now he just out here in these streets wreaking havoc. Even when he sees Jesus in the, um, when he tempts Jesus in the wilderness, he wasn't out here telling Jesus he was ugly. He wasn't out here, none of that. He just kept saying, well, if you are the son of God, knowing good and well who he was. Right. And so Jesus had to have enough confirmation in his own identity mm-hmm. like he had to be 10 toes down and who god called him to be yeah to defeat the enemy right like you ain't gonna come to me with your little half true scriptures and none of that i know who god like no not if i am him i'm the one i'm the one i'm that i'm that jesus, jesus understood the assignment hello period what he had been called to do and so he was not thrown off by the enemy um trying to uh satisfy his flesh when he was like oh but you hungry though he wasn't he was not moved by that he was not moved by the enemy um like telling him to abort mission throw yourself off the edge they'll Mm -hmm. come save you yeah, he wasn't moved by the enemy even presenting him riches. Like that the enemy don't even have. Exactly, he got it to give, but it's trash. It's fleeting. Like yeah. there are people who we are out here as Christians comparing ourselves to and not stepping into the lane that we're supposed to be in as creative people. There's lanes that we're supposed to be in, but we're too busy looking at Hannah Montana over here, and because she looks and has the appearance that she's doing well you think that it's God because she threw his name on it and he ain't nowhere in there Sharla that's what I'm saying Sharla because come on that is so true and I, I always think about this right um no, we always hear no one person is the same. Just like you said, every identity, like every fingerprint is different. Even twins, they're different. And I just think about how big God is. How big God is that not one person can be the same because God is continuously like expressing himself through each and every person that has lived on this earth. So imagine that. Imagine how big God is and each and every one of us are an expression of him and everything that he places on the inside of us are like gifts that he has. So like when we are like in a shadow of somebody else or we're not trying to be who God called us to be, we're stifling his expression. You hear what I'm trying to say? He's like that big that he continuously, he, God is constantly creating, but he's creating through um, different vessels because like the laws of the land, like God can't come on this earth and do what he need to do. He did all of that. He said like he did. And then he created humans so we could continue the creation. So it's like when one person is not, doesn't want to do what God has called them to do, you're stifling the very nature of God. Yes. So it's like you're you, not understanding the assignment at that point. You're not. You're not get like it's so it's so much deeper than just you creating a canvas or you writing that book or you creating that podcast and just putting it out there. That's why that quiet time is needed before because you need to understand something certain why. God, why do you have me doing this? Mm-hmm. Who needs to hear this? 
You know what I'm saying? What group of people I need to be speaking to to express your level, the revelation you gave you gave me. You know what I'm saying? If I didn't, who suffers if I don't? Hello. Like, and are you willing to have that blood on your hands? Because a lot of times when we talk about judgment, we talk about coming into, um, like, you know, God basically like us having to take account for things that we did do on the earth. But let me tell you what also we're going to have to take account for stuff we ain't do and we supposed to. Now, I got a black mama. And I know you Haitian American, so I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if it's the same, like. But if your mama tell you to do something <clears throat> and you don't, I want you to say you're in trouble. Like I want to say that there's a level of like, oh, so you think you grown? Because <laughs> if she called and said put out the chicken, and I ain't put out the chicken, and I hear the door unlocking, sis, I'm I'm locking myself in my room. Man, you didn't buy the chicken. So what was you doing that was more important than what I told you to do? Because now nobody eats because of your disobedience. Shana. Throw the podcast away. That's deep right there. That's true. Because nobody eats now. No one eats. And I want to also talk about the importance of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because... Yes, you know, we're talking about being obedient. We're talking about doing what God told us to do. We're talking about, you know, your specific assignment. But maybe you're at the place where you just like, I just don't get it and I don't care. Right? Ooh, ah! Reprobate. Ask. First of all, repent. And then ask God to literally, ask the Holy Spirit to literally turn your heart I'm so so hard of flesh. Sometimes we take this these words like repent, like so bad, like oh my gosh, like just what you said. Oh my gosh, I done did this sin and then that sin. No, sometimes you need to repent for the way you was thinking. Yes, you were thinking that you weren't good enough. You need to repent because the spirit of God that lives on the inside of us, we have that power greater as He that is in us than He that is in the world. So you you telling yourself, talk, try to convince yourself that you're not good enough. That you, you know, you're going to lose this battle or whatever the case is. You need to repent, ask God for forgiveness, because it's the truth about God that you have not yet come to. Mm. So you need to repent about that, right? So, and then ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me. Help my heart understand and feel for the things God is telling me to do. Because sometimes we could be running for so long, God will literally send like a, a train in front of us to stop and we won't stop because we just been running so much so for so long like you said like he's turned us to our reprobated mind so ask the holy spirit like really exchange my heart of stone for a heart of flesh because i need to understand like give me the mind of christ like so i can understand what god is calling me to do on this earth like use the holy spirit for what he was sent on this earth to do like jesus literally sent the holy spirit to be our helper our comforter you know our advocate and to remind us of the things that the father has said like to be our mediator you ask holy spirit pray to holy spirit ask him for help for everything for boldness to do what you need to do for boldness to stay on your job or whatever the case is you know what i'm saying like provide for your family even the smallest things like keep peace in your mind like you know what i'm saying how to structure certain things use the holy spirit because the holy spirit is 
God's gift to you. That's like Jesus saying, I'm giving you a gift as he did to help you walk this walk because I know it's going to be hard for you. And the Holy Spirit is here for us every day with every one of us living on the inside of us. Like we just have to be mindful. And I always talk about um, just the importance of the Holy Spirit, because I feel like people don't tap into the Holy Spirit as much as they should. Um, He's and it's it's sad, sad tragedy. I literally like the Holy Spirit is like y'all don't want to see me without him. I, it's not she ain't saved, she sure. ain't sanctified. Because what you see, a lot of times we will um what Mary Mary say, it's the God in me. Hello. Okay, like that is what the all you're seeing is the fruit of the spirit being reflected on the inside of me so yeah. I can have peace patience love joy kindness long-suffering which is really ghetto but it's but I can do it um and self-control right like I can have I know I probably missed some fruits y'all what Galatians 5 um but I can what you're seeing is a reflection of the work that I've allowed the Holy Spirit to do on the inside of me it's not me I'm not this awesome I'm Jesus. he ain't me, me okay I was out here knocking and bucking and ready to fight come to the club throwing these bows and busting these heads like that was me <laughs> you like my flesh is be fleshy. <laughs> like my flesh be fleshing. And even like I love that you said that a lot of times before we can even tap into the space of us being able to be creative and us even being expressions of God's creativity. One thing I used to really, really talk bad about myself, just like my physical appearance and what I felt like I did or did not look like. And God straight up, the Holy Spirit convicted me and was like, so are you saying I didn't do a good job? Hey sis, are you enjoying this week's show? I pray that you are. Make sure that you connect with us and you keep the conversation going. Follow us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, you rate the podcast, and you leave us a review. And don't forget to share the show with your friends, your coworkers, your mom and them, all the people. Okay? Okay. Now let's get back to the show. And I said. <laughs> because every time we fix our mouth to to have negative self-talk, we are telling God that we are dissatisfied with the work that he did. God, your painting is ugly. I had to repent, right? I would never forget that moment. Yeah. I had to repent right then and there. Yeah. Because in me doing that, I'm telling God that he that what he did was was unsatisfactory i'm i'm calling him out of his name because right. he's perfect and he don't make mistakes so mm-hmm. if i'm upset and i'm like you did it and i'm i'm talking negatively about something that he created that means that we are now calling him outside like you're oh you're not as perfect as you think god yeah and who are we what, holy spirit i don't want that that's not what i had said what i said was <laughs> I've had acne at 37 years old, but I will repent. Yeah. I'm gonna just find whatever regimen gonna work for my face. That's it. I'm a hush. <laughs> I'm well, a hush. So true. Oh my gosh, that is 
That is so true. And this this might be, I just hope this makes sense. But um, I was talking with a friend of mine and um, we were talking about, I was telling her about like Ezekiel and how like he said he saw some like a vision like heaven. Mm-hmm. And he was just talking about the beast that he saw in there. And it was just like, they had like four eyes, I mean, four heads. And you know, like when you read Revelations, you see all these things with like four heads and all these necks and eyes and stuff. And I'm like, hold on because, and that just made me see that like beauty is really in God's eyes because to us, we might be like, God, this thing, four heads. Yeah. What? Like, no, like, Feet like like hoes like what no like that's ugly to us you know what I'm saying like it's just not cute if we want to be honest but he's like God is just so perfect like you said that that is just it's abnormal to us but it's normal to him he sees beauty in just that you know what I'm saying so it goes to like what you were saying have you ever seen an anglerfish the the fish that got the light like it's a fish that got a whole light at the tip of its head. Um, Doesn't it like a um a seahorse? Color? It was in like Finding Nemo. Hold on, I gotta show you the picture because the anglerfish is so ugly. Y'all look up an anglerfish; it's hideous. But to know that God created this thing, I'm like, but what was you thinking? I want to know. I want to. <laughs> I want to know. I ain't gonna talk bad about him because you have made him, but I just want to know what your inspiration. <laughs> no, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like these things, like. They look crazy, but it's like God like created these things. This is contour. This is uh his version of what is it, Paris? What is it, the Paris Fashion Week? Where they be wearing all kind of crazy stuff that don't make no sense. Girl. Um you um New York Fashion Week, you mean? Mm-mm, no, it's the one in Paris. The Met, the Met Gala. Met Gala? When it is the theme. Yes, and they be wearing all kind of shenanigans. Yeah. And I was like, Met Gala, this fish. <laughs> No, for real. Low key, that high key, that was not cute. <laughs> it was not cute. But yeah, girl, this yeah, girl, it's, it gets it gets deep. It's like it's deeper than just the the product that people see. It's really the work, the underlining work. Yeah. They need to be done mentally. Yeah. God should be yeah. able to be felt in the essence, right? Like, because even when we talk about you being creative and being creative on behalf of God, everything is not going to be a ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, when I go to work as a healthcare provider, I'm not in there anointing. Like there have been people that I've prayed with as led by the Holy Spirit and all that. But in my day to day, I'm not anointing all of my patients with oil, et cetera, et cetera. But the level of care that I provide, the way that I talk to my patients, the way that I treat um, my staff, the way that I um, engage with my colleagues, they can tell that there's something different about me, right? God does not always need me to shout his name from the rooftop. He's God. His presence will be known when it's being um, demonstrated in a way that glorifies him. So your business may not be a ministry. It may not be a podcast about specifically God. You may be talking um, to moms in your podcast and edifying them and encouraging them and giving them tips and tools and strategies to um, to fulfill that role. You may be talking to fathers and it doesn't have to be always super um, 
you know, ex, uh, what what did God gave me this word because I He had me go back and change something. It does not have to be overtly. That's what it was. It does not have to be overt, like overt ministry for it to be ministry. Yeah. I can have a, a ministry that you don't even know about. Like one thing that I did, I started bringing um, during COVID. I got way more consistent with it, but every Friday to let my staff know that I appreciated them because we're working in the middle of a pandemic. They are overworked and underpaid. And I know if I felt like that because I was complaining to God about how I felt overworked, underpaid. I felt like, you know, they, they weren't like my safety was not being prioritized. There were just a lot of, of negative things. And after I got done complaining, um, Holy Spirit convicted me and was like, okay, so how do you serve in this area? And so what I started doing was I would start bringing donuts every Friday. And it was something very, very small, but just a way for me to say, hey, you guys, we made it to the end of another week. Like glory in my head, glory be to God. (laughs) We made it to the end of another week. And just here's a small thank you for all of us working together to take care of these patients in a situation that's not ideal. I can't change upper management. I can't change the way that um, the patients come in and behave because people will tell us that they're not concerned about COVID, be lying and come to the back and tell them they think that they have COVID symptoms. Like it's stuff that was outside of my control that was like just so ridiculous. Um, but I had to invite God into the situation and the way that he allowed me to take the focus off of me was to serve. And I literally served by bringing donuts and we started calling it Fat Girl Friday. Wow. That is not there. They don't say thou should bring donuts in the yeah. past, but that was a way for God's light to shine through me. And I mean, every management would come in and be like, girl, I thank you because I was rushing today and I didn't get a chance to bring to eat breakfast. And I was just praying that you brought donuts. So mm-hmm. even me taking the time to wake up earlier to, you know, to stop no matter what and to spend $20.1998 on donuts because it's not even Krispy Kreme, okay? We got Dunkin' down here. I'm a Krispy Kreme fan. So I'm like, to buy donuts that I don't even think really are that delicious, but it really, it you would see people's attitude shift mm-hmm. um, and just people be excited that, oh, girl, thank God, girl, yes, donuts. Thank you so much. And I would bring enough for everybody, not just, the pediatric team, but Miss Jackie up front, like everybody can get a donut because mm-hmm. all of us are in here working together. And it was, it was one of those things that God had me do um, that I was not really in the moment understanding was ministry. Um, but it was just like, okay, I'll bring these donuts. I mean, even there would be days y'all where I'm mid fast. So I'm buying donuts. I I'm not even eating them. Right. Like, yo, <laughs> like I'm not even eating them. But it's it was bigger than me. Yeah. And so you know now that I'm not at that office, people are texting me like, "Girl, I miss Fat Girl Friday. Like, we miss you. We miss your presence. Like, I've had people just like, yo, please come back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. And I did not realize that that in all by itself was a creative way that God was allowing me to express his goodness. And it's not always overtly like me sticking Bible scriptures in each donut. It's, <laughs> it is um, allowing God to be seen in my consistency um, and me doing something that wasn't being done by our senior management staff 
to where you felt like you were appreciated every week. Um, that was not being done. So I solved, I didn't solve the problem, but I addressed the problem in my own, in my own way, but it was a level of creativity that God gave me. And then somebody was like, what's the holiday? And I just said, fat girl Friday. And it's uh, up. <laughs> like, everybody was like, Ooh, it's FGF tomorrow. Like, like legit people are like, it's FGF tomorrow. It's fat girl Friday. And so even in that, like the creation of this weird, unknown unnecessary holiday um it it was ministry and so it doesn't have to be you um baptizing people in the name of Jesus now if he tell you to do it do it but even in you um being a nonprofit consultant you need the way that you execute and do business should speak to the glory of God God's going to give you a specific market even if you're a graphic designer right like when like Tamisha gave me a word this was November of last year. It's almost a year ago. And that word has stuck with me. And so you never know in whatever area or whatever arena you operate in, whatever level of creativity God gives you, use it. <laughs> like, because he's going to be glorified. It's his name that's made great. And he's going to then exalt you because you did what you were supposed to do. Hello. That's good. And even with you saying that you, we are called to be light of the world. We're called to be like, you know, the salt of the earth. That's you being a light and shifting that environment. That will forever stick with them. They're not going to forget Fat Girl Fridays. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully someone comes up behind you and continues, you know, continues that. But that's you literally being the light that you were supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, girl. This has been. This has everything that I knew Holy Spirit would show up and do. Yeah. Point blank and period. So before we go, please let everybody know one, where they can find you. Two, just everything you got going on. And three, let them know when you're coming back because this can't be the end. We got to do this again. This was so great. Listen, first of all, I'm down. Whenever, Whenever you want me, whenever you call me, I'm here. Um, you can find me, um, you can visit the site for the business, which is ruinstudios.com. Um, you can hear, create more creative talk, creative tips, creative, um, safe tips at called and creative podcast. So anywhere you listen to podcasts, type in called and creative and Saturdays at 10 yeah. Um, so they come out every Saturday at 10 a.m. Season two is dropping November 13th. Um, and then I also have another podcast entitled Unleashing Souls, and that's where I'm speaking to millennials, just um helping them seek self-awareness through the eyes of God. And then you can find me on Instagram, Tamisha ET. Will it be in the description bar? Because I don't know if they're gonna catch it okay tamisha et the spelling will be in the description and yeah that's that's pretty much all yes thank you so much miss tamisha too soon i'm gonna get it one more time girl thank you so much for just taking time to come and wrap with us here at goggles and girl talk and that is it for this week's episode y'all y'all know same story different week continue to love god love people and love yourselves and i will talk to y'all next week bye 
I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.